And look who's coming up. All right, it is 4.21 p.m. in the Eastern Time Zone, uh, 3.21, where my next guest uh, will be joining me from and where hopefully my dad is watching. It's If if the one show my dad is going to watch is probably uh, going to be this one. So uh, hopefully he's tuning in for this one as I'm uh, really excited to bring in our next guest, uh, the GM of the Brandon Wheat Kings, uh, Marty Murray. Marty, thanks so much uh, for joining me. Congratulations. Uh, how are things uh, been uh, leading up to the first game this weekend? Uh, it's uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me on Dino. It's been a while since we've, <laughs> uh, we've, uh, we've seen each other. So it's always good to see you. And uh, no, it's exciting. I'm, I'm thrilled to be back. It was over 30 years ago when I was here as a player and, and uh, you know, a lot of things have changed obviously. And a lot of things are the same. So, uh, you know, it's been a pretty hectic training camp, just getting to know the players, our guys a little better, but uh Really anxious to get to the next phase and start the regular season here at the home opener on Saturday. I know it was it was strange. I was in Regina for a game last year, and the Wheat Kings were there. And my dad and, and my brother Derek, we all went to the game, and, and Darren Ritchie's son was playing. Uh, and and I thought, oh, that's kind of weird. This is going to be a time warp for you because now he's wearing Darren's old number uh, and and you know <laughs> playing for your team. So obviously a, a key guy, but uh, a little bit of a, a uh, you know takes you back in time a little bit, doesn't it? Well, it makes you feel old, though, so that's for sure. You know, I think it really set in. I think the first day of training camp, there's probably three or four kids in camp that, uh, you know, I played with or against her dad. So it kind of a little shock to the ego there a little bit and to the system. But, uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, looking forward to getting the season started. I know Nolan uh, is going to be a real good player for us. We named him as one of our co-captains uh, yesterday. So, uh, you know, he's a, he's a kid that uh, I, could re- I really think is going to excel this year in our our division and be a, an elite player in the league. So Marty, this is, uh, you know, a, a move that I think a lot of people, uh, even last time I saw you was at the Memorial cup in brand. And even back then people were talking, you know, are we going to get Marty Murray back at some point? And I know you, you spent a lot of time in the NAHL with Minot and obviously with Sioux Falls in the USHL. Why was this now the right time? We'd heard your name a lot, um, you know, for years. Why was it the right time now uh, to to move back to to Brandon, where you, you know, close to where you grew up, and lead the Wheat Kings? Well, you touched on the Memorial Cup, so I'll answer your question in a second. But I always, I'll never forget that uh, I, have, I had trouble getting a ticket for the final game of the Memorial Cup, Brandon, and in the final Memorial Cup, and uh, you came through with me for a ticket. So I'll never forget that. Otherwise, I would have been, you know, looking through the window of the Keystone Center trying to get a shot of the ice. So uh, you treated me well that day, my friend. So. Uh, I'll always remember that. So, uh, but you know, as far as the weekend job, I think that, uh, I don't know when I got into coaching and, and being on the managerial side, I thought that maybe at some point there might be an opportunity for me to join the Wheat Kings and, uh, uh, in some kind of capacity and, um, you know, it just made sense. Um, you know, my, my kids are at a difficult age or in high school. Um, but, uh, we sat down as a family and discussed it and, and I uh, thought this was a real good opportunity. And, and uh, you know, I, I can't thank the Weekings uh, enough for what they did to me, for me as a player. And, and uh, hopefully I get to kind of uh, pay it forward with some of these kids here. So just a, a great time for us to uh, make that decision and make the trek. Uh, my family is is uh, still in Sioux Falls. I have a son in grade 12. So it's a, on the family front, it's a little difficult, but uh, 
such as life as hockey. I think my wife followed me around for 15 years when I was a pro, so she's kind of used to it. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get through it and uh, looking forward to the season. Now I'm feeling old because, you know, you have kids in high school, and, and that's where we kind of met at, at Crocus in high school. Of course, everybody around the Westman area had heard of you uh, growing up and, you know, heard the stories about playing against Marty, but but getting to know you was, was so fun. And, you know, I, what's it been like being back in Brandon? I mean, I, I find it hard that you were having trouble getting a ticket for the Memorial Cup. Like, I think you might be able to run for mayor at some point in Brandon, but what has it been like being back in Brandon? Because, you know, I've talked to Kelly McCrimmon a lot, and, and and the trade that he made for you, uh, you know, trading Trevor Kidd to Spokane and bringing you here, he says it turned the organization around. And so you're a favorite son in Brandon. What has it been like being back? And, you know, what's that kind of pressure like having it back again, be, being a week king? Well, it's great. You know, it, it's uh, like I said, it's been 30 years since I left as a player uh, a long time ago. And, and uh, but, you know, you still run into a lot of the same people and, you know, nothing's changed. People are friendly. They're welcoming. And, and that's certainly what I've felt uh, since day one of taking the job here. So uh, it's nice to be, you know, out and around the Keystone Center and, and uh, um, you know, seeing some familiar faces. I think, uh, you know, Rob, the Zamboni guy is still the guy that did the ice mm-hmm. when uh, when we were here as players. And you see a lot of the same uh, supporters, same people. And, um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of things that have changed, but uh, uh, a lot of things that are still the same. And that's kind of the blue collar mentality we want to have here in Brandon. Yeah, I was just going to talk to you about the the club this year, um, you know, expectations. Uh, you know, something that you have now that you didn't have before is that rivalry with Winnipeg, and that's kind of a neat thing for Manitobans that everybody always uh, talked about. But, you know, expectations for the team this year, you know, what do you say uh, to those that say, what do we expect from, from the club this year? I know it's hard because you've just started to kind of put your, your fingerprints on this, but what should we expect from the Weekings this year? Well, I think the first thing we want to create is an identity for the hockey club, right? I think we want to be a team that uh, brings our work boots every night. And I think that's what the uh, great fans of the Weekings expect. And, you know, we want to be a team that's hard to play against. And, uh, you know, we're going to work their tail off every night. And you're obviously not going to win, but our goal is to give ourselves a chance to win every night. And in saying that, I know our division is going to be uh, very, very tough this year. And Winnipeg is going to be strong again this year and Moose Jaw and the list goes on and on. We got a pretty special player down the road in Regina. We got to watch uh, a mm-hmm. number of times. So uh, it's going to be uh, a very competitive night in, night out. And, and you know, we don't want to forecast too far, uh, but we feel good about our team. And, and uh, it's kind of a week to week thing here right now. Yeah, rivalries on both sides. Obviously, Connor Bedard. Uh, you know, you being a guy who uh, had a lot of uh, hype uh, to him as a as a young player, you know, might be able to relate to to the the attention that Connor Bedard is 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 going to get. Uh, but there's also uh, some skill in Moose Jaw. There's some skill in uh, Winnipeg. I mean, the WHL this year, uh, the draft for the WHL is going to be a lot of fun to watch. So just in your division alone, there's some really high caliber 2023 draft eligible kids. Well, yeah, there there could be uh, four top ten picks in our division alone this year with uh, Bedard and Jaeger and and uh, Benson and, and Danielson. So um, yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, just as a hockey fan, it's going to be fun to watch those kids play. They're a special group of players, obviously, and a good supporting cast. So um, you know, on that front, as a fan, it'll be uh, uh, fun to watch. But uh, when I put my general managers had on it'll, it'll be a little nerve-wracking to see those kids out in the ice but uh i'm looking forward to it. i think it's going to be a real competitive year and and uh you know hopefully we can start off on the right foot here on saturday 
What uh, you, you were a head coach for a number of years in Minot and then grabbed the GM role as well. What did you like, not like about uh, coaching and, and what made you want to gravitate more to the, to the GM role? You know, what was it like being behind the bench? Well, I mean, it, it brings your competitive nature out for sure. And I think it gives you an up close and uh, personal relationship with the kids day in, day out, uh, you know, working with them in practice. So there's a lot of things about uh, both that I like. And to be honest with you, uh, to put one ahead of the other was kind of tough. But uh, I'm, I'm enjoying my job as, as GM here, my role with the Wheat Kings. Um, I found that the higher you climb up the ladder, um, you know, it, it's pretty difficult if you're wearing both hats. Um, so right now I'm enjoying, um, learning about our players and understanding the league a little better and have a lot of experience with Don McGilvery here and his staff. And, uh, um, you know, I think we're all on the same page about the type of team we want to be and, um, you know, uh, it's go time on Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Um, two years in the USHL. That, that's a league that has really exploded. I mean, we started doing the Pipeline show in like 2004, 2005, and, and, and it, was, it was pretty good back then. That's a, I think it's an, a really underrated league, and for fans of hockey, it's a, it's a great little area to tour around and see some of those games. What did you like about, uh, you know, specifically Sioux Falls and, and being in that league? It's a really good league. I mean, um, uh, you know, 30 years ago when I was going through the process, um, you know, you didn't hear much about it. But, uh, you know, you just look at the World Juniors or the Olympics, everything. I mean, the, the, the gap in uh, the Canada maybe used to have is is definitely uh, shrinking a little bit. And it's certainly not taken away from any way from the talent that we have here. This is homegrown, um, Canadian through and through. And I love this. We have a rivalry in the house with uh, my wife being American. So we mm-hmm. have a pretty good rivalry with world juniors and Olympics and things like that. But, uh, you know, the USHL is a good league. They, they produce a lot of high end talent and, and, uh, you know, I think that's just good for the game in general. I think it's uh, good to have, uh, there's a lot of really good players out there and, and, uh, you know, I was quite impressed with the league, uh, especially not seeing it night in night out two years ago when I first stepped in. And, and now you're uh, back in the the Western Hockey League, the CHL, which you know I'm a little bit biased, but I think it is the uh, the greatest development league uh, that is that is out there. And and you know you you would know you played in it. Um, and following in in some footsteps of of guys that you know were around for you in uh, Kelly McCrimmon, and I'm sure he he reached out to you. And you know, I've chatted with him a little bit about you taking this job. But you know maybe maybe what do you take from a guy like Kelly who who you spent some so much time with and and guided you and you, do you take some from so all those guys and you know put it into what you do now for sure I think Kelly's a guy that I've admired ever since I met him as a young 15 year old at the time I think and uh he's a you know um wears his heart in his sleeve he's a he's a guy that uh, has bled black and gold for a long time and um certainly a guy I'm lucky to have to lean on when I need him and uh, you know, the, the list goes on and on. There's, uh, you know, Darren Ritchie is, is in Brandon. He, I sat with him an hour ago in practice. And uh, so, you know, just bouncing things off him. That's uh, He's been around the league a long time as well. Mark Johnson was my assistant coach. He's still one of our head scouts. So it's nice having those familiar faces uh, around people I can really count on and, and trust. And, you know, Bobby Lowe's old coach, he's a, a scout. So he, he knows uh, every hockey player in Western Canada. So those are great resources to have. And, thankful that uh, I have those guys in my corner. 
Yeah, Mark Johnson, I remember his uh, hockey camp in September in, uh, at the Sportsplex getting ready for it. So uh, definitely a, a great hockey mind uh, f- for that and to, to lean on and, and things like that. And, um, you know, the, the competitive juices, as you, as you talk about, when, you, when you're sitting with uh, a guy like Darren Ritchie, do you guys go back in time or you, you stay in the current time? Because you guys had such a good, uh, you know, chemistry. Obviously, your, your 95 season, you were the WHL Player of the Year, the World Junior top forward I was just talking to Peter Lavardius about that because the World Juniors was in Edmonton this summer but do you guys drift back into time or are you guys more focused on current day uh, it's a combination you know when you're sitting out there for uh, an hour and 45 minute practice uh, the conversation goes every direction so you know Darren's a real good friend of mine and and uh, yeah it's, it's fun to reminisce about the old times and and uh, you know it's it's fun to uh, rack his brain a little bit uh, on some of the current stuff around the WHL, obviously. Um, you know, he, he having a boy here, it's a, a little bit different, uh, uh, but uh, he, he's a great resource to have. He's very knowledgeable, and uh, again, he's another guy to learn from from the best in Krim. Yeah, uh, totally. I remember I, that game I uh, was watching in Regina, uh, his son, Nolan, actually rocked Connor Bedard pretty hard, so I texted Darren, and he said, oh, how was the fight afterwards? But uh, Nolan, <laughs> Nolan, uh, he did well. He, he He's a feisty player. I, I, I really like that in him, and, um, you know, that's sort of the, the attitude that I'm sure that you guys are going to try to feed off of, I imagine. For sure. I mean, we want to be competitive. I know uh, Nolan, even though he probably doesn't rack up the penalty minutes, uh, he's a competitive guy, as was his dad. Darren was a sleepy uh he, he got in a few fights in his Western League career and uh, not too many because we'd rather have him on the ice scoring. But, uh, you know, when he was called upon, he, he held his own pretty good in the fights. So it, uh, obviously the game's changed a lot since then. But, uh, you know, just kind of goes back to the first part when I and I said we want to be a team across the board that uh, works hard, that plays hard every night. And if your best players are doing it uh, like a Richie and Danielson, um, everybody will follow suit. Uh, mentioned, uh, you know, Kelly McCrimmon, the, the past owner, would be remiss if we didn't mention uh, the new group that owns the Oil Kings and uh, the Jacobson group and, and Jared Jacobson specifically. Uh, this is a, a guy who's doing some really good things. I was back in the, the summer and uh, Craig Anderson gave me a tour of the new rink that's out on the south side. Uh, I think this is really great. And, you know, for, for Kelly to sell the team, I know it was hard, but knowing that it was staying with somebody committed to Brandon, I think made it probably a little bit easier. And uh, I think what Jared is doing is some, and, and the family are doing some really great things with the Weekings right now. Yeah, no question. When I reached out to Kelly after he sold the team, I think that was a, uh, one of the first thing he said, you know, the, the, the comfort he had with uh, Jared keeping the team in Brandon and, and expanding on what, what he has done, I think was uh, comforting for the McCrimmon family. I think it was probably a pretty tough call for them, but uh, you know, Jared's been great. He's a guy that, uh, again, I'm five, six years older than him. So uh, skated with him, uh, you know, in, in the fall, getting ready for camp and stuff like that. So I did remember him uh, at that point, but uh, being gone for so long, he's obviously done some really good things. He's a really smart guy. Um, and, uh, you know, he's done a lot of work. You know, I, I said that uh, a lot of things are the same, but a lot of things have changed as well. And, you know, he did a tremendous job with the locker room and, and the players lounge and the weight room and, and things like that go a long way. And, you know, he's committed, he's got a fire that uh, he wants to be competitive every year and, and be a team that, uh, you know, just has built off the tradition that uh, the people before him have done. 
Well, and that, you know, you're, you nailed it. You, when you're recruiting, it's more than just the hockey in the lineup. It's the facilities. I remember Brent Sutter went down to the World Juniors in North Dakota and came back and said, we got to blow up our dressing room because that room in North Dakota is one of the reasons why kids are, you know, going to those. So those facilities are very, very important and, and great to hear that. And, and great to catch up with you, uh, Marty. Uh, four former Week Kings are GMs in the NHL. Maybe one day you'll make it a fifth, but I know you got big things planned for the Brandon Week Kings right now. And- and uh, I know a lot of people are, are really excited. So thanks for spending some time with me today. Best of luck, and I look forward to seeing you when you roll through Edmonton. You bet. That's awesome, Dino. Thanks for having me on, bud. You betcha. There is Marty Murray, uh, the GM of the Brandon Wheat Kings, and uh, just a, a super guy. Uh, I used to bug him in, in high school and just you know chat with him because we billeted a weeking. And I think this first year they won 11 games and then just totally turned the franchise around and uh, looks to take the franchise to new heights again. So good stuff. Uh, great to always see former players getting back in the game as well. He mentioned Darren Ritchie. Darren Ritchie was uh, the GM at one point. So I love when former players, uh, once their career ends, uh, hopefully of their choosing, uh, getting back into giving back to the game and, and I know Brandon is in excellent hands uh, with Marty.